1: what up this is myron and you are listening to the rye bread and mustard a mariners podcast the alternative underground back alley underbelly on the other side of the tracks down on the docks, speak easy dive bar style podcast of and about and surrounding the seattle mariners that you are listening to here on the odyssey app or checking us out on YouTube, or hey, wherever else you're getting this podcast action from, we're not going to judge. Thank you for liking, subscribing, following, and all of that good stuff. If you're looking for the merch, that's at, at simply.cora on Instagram. That's at simply.cora on Instagram. And with me to break down what just happened, he's ready to hit his mark, folks. If you're watching on YouTube, here's his big reveal, here's his entrance. Hanno up in Edmonds. Oh, I like it. You just popped up like the Undertaker right there, right into the camera view.
2: Well, the break what just happened was you had a shot of whiskey and you're not really a whiskey guy. And uh, that's why you were. <laughs> so no, that wasn't
1: that wasn't a was uh, remembrance and celebration to our good friend Keith Patrick Larson. No, I am not a whiskey guy, especially Irish whiskey. No, no. (laughs) Anyways, uh, so if there's a little slur and that's what it is here on this episode. Uh, Hey, everything is peaches and cream. We just took out the Yankees in game three. Who cares about game one and game two when we couldn't, you know, buy a hit? Today's 10 uh, 10 to 2 win was about the only kind of when you wanted to see to feel a bit better. You had to see a big ass kicking. You had to see the offense come out. Uh, we see Wu taking a no hitter into the sixth inning. Look, listen, he's got his ERA down to five after his first start where he gave out 72 runs in the in an inning and a half. So, or whatever. He looks better. Um, and uh, my God. There was a Colton Wong home run. We gotta talk about this, Hannah. Let's let's talk about all the good and then and then we'll get into the, the concern shit. How's that sound? Let's talk about game three first here.
2: Sounds good. We got about five minutes of that, and we'll get to the important stuff.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. We can have peaches and cream for five minutes. All right, let's go.
2: Yeah, Wu was incredible again. Um you know, you mentioned uh, him having a tough first start. Yeah, but uh, he's now third in the in the record books for strikeouts on his first starts here, um, behind who Hool- or behind Felix and uh, Eric Hansen. He's passed up Miller, who's been a strikeout machine so far this year. But yeah, he was good. We talked about him a lot. You know, we talked about his easy uh, motion with his great fastball. Then we mentioned last time he started how good his slider was. Well, today he threw a sinker that had a lot of movement on, and the Yankees were looking foolish up there. I mean, it looks in this game to me like the Mariners sure rubbed off on the Yankees. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) But again, today, look, Colt Wong home run. Teoscar Hernandez, another strong offensive performance. He's easily the, the... the most impactful bat going right now in the Mariners lineup. We see Cal complete line drive home run. Uh, I didn't, when I watched that, I did not think home run and wow, right into the kid's glove in the first row there. Um, and, you know, Ty France going deep, you know, he's got his home runs up totals up to seven, which is kind of nice to see. He's hit a few home runs in the last couple of weeks. Uh, you know, the offense looked good. You get a double from, uh suarez in the game uh let's go through some of these let's 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 uh let's revel in these moments
2: yeah i mean they got on the board early which was big scored four put up a crooked number and then got two again in the second third and fourth um they have not scored early uh, in this series the yankees have scored early and kind of taken them out of their games but uh yeah it was incredible and besides the nice hitting you mentioned uh Hernandez and Cal went back to back, big bomb to left center by yeah. France, and yeah, and uh, yeah, Colton Wong couldn't be happier for the guy. I mean, Scott said it after the game, uh, he struggled mightily. It's nice to see him, um, you know, succeed and, and, and yeah. pop one out there.
1: And he even said, Hey, this is a guy who lost his starting job, uh, which is like the first time I've heard that. Put that way, we all assumed and we knew that Caballero was the everyday second baseman right now. But to actually hear the skipper say, hey, yeah, this guy lost his job. But he also said there's still a lot of good baseball in there. And we see it today. He gets to uh, he got to <laughs> he got to walk around with the Trident or which my grandma calls it the devil stick. Um, that is but, so good. Uh, <laughs> uh she listen norma brought up that when the mariners weren't hitting they said let's bring back that helmet and let's ditch that uh devil stick maybe that'll do it down in the dugout
2: yeah i mean they did ditch it you know um after demo's home run in game two they didn't bring it out and why should you you were hitting like crap and you know whatever but yeah yeah, getting back to this game um uh this this team played a clean defensive game they had some incredible plays uh Suarez at third made a nice play. Caballero at short looked really good. Kelmick made a nice play in right. France, you know, um, made a nice diving play to, at the time, you know, keep the no-hitter intact late in that fifth inning, or beginning of the sixth inning. But, you know, we still had some base running mistakes that we got. One we got away with. The other, uh, Teoscar, going for a double. I could see why he was doing that. But, I mean, I also get um, the score of the game. Why not try it? And same with Suarez. I mean, the Yankees were throwing the ball around like the Mariners have done lately and, you know, looked like a zoo. But uh, it was it was also a chance, you know, for Suarez. I saw what he was doing. He didn't see anybody covering third. He forced uh, the pitcher to get over there. He made and then forced uh, Donaldson to make a good throw on a pitcher who's moving, who was a moving target trying to get to third. So I get that also. And uh, that gets sent into the dugout and he scores. And then there was a big thing in that game where there was about an eight minute delay and Scott was arguing rules and uh, really, really smart that he did. He knew the rule better than the umpire. Um, he thought that uh, Ford was awarded third base and he was correct. And that happened to be a good play because the next at bat uh, there was a sacrifice fly and Ford was able to score. So it was, it was out there. I mean, uh, center fielder didn't even attempt to make a throw, but yeah. Who's
1: faster. Who's faster right now? Him or France?
2: Uh, Perry Hill.
1: Perry. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah. And listen, that Suarez run running play right there. That's one of those plays he gets caught. You're like, what in the, fuck is he thinking and but it turns out to be a pretty good gamble and uh listen that's a game of intelligence right there Suarez sees that goes for it knows it's a hard play for them to make and then you have scott service coming in there with all the knowledge of the rules and boom you know that's a game changer right there a suffocator yeah,
2: absolutely and dave sims summed it up the bet up the best to me i mean oh you can live with that when it's 10 nothing and Obviously, I can live with that. You know how much I'm critical of base running. But, yeah, um, smart play by him, and he made them make a play. And the score dictates, you know, when you take those kind of chances.
1: Yeah, and Suarez had a really awesome play. That The ball, the dribbler, or the hopper, what would you call that ball? That ball down the line, he backhands it going into foul territory, doesn't try to make the toss across already knew going into when he was fielding that, that he was turning and going to two gets the lead runner. It was an awesome play as a, as a third baseman, Hannah, you, you really got to like that one.
2: Yeah, it was a great play to have that internal clock to know that you still have a play at, at second base. Uh, he besides you know, that big high hopper down the line, he, he got it. He jumped, throwed like a shortstop would at times. And he made a, a pretty strong throw, one hopper, and Wong made the stretch and the pick. It was beautiful.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, again, you know, we're, we're going over the five-minute mark here on the game. The home runs were, were the big thing. You go into Yankee Stadium, you're thinking home runs. You call it a bam box. We got the home runs today. Uh, and, uh, again, the Colton Wong home runs got to be <laughs> – the highlight of the day i he was holding on to that thing in the dugout i heard he's traveling with the thing the uh the trident
2: yeah i mean i heard in the post game show that cal raleigh said that uh he'd probably be like you said traveling and carrying it on to the uh charter flight so yeah it sounds like he's not gonna let go of it
1: no it sounds like they're in a relationship i would just tell him Listen, wear a condom. That thing's been around the dugout quite a bit. Uh, with with that being (laughs) said.
2: Supercross. This weekend in the kingdom, the Coorsbeer Supercross doubleheader. Get ready, Seattle, just Saturday night at 7.30 and Sunday afternoon at 2. The 1988 AMA Supercross Tour. Motorcycle Media on an incredible dirt battleground that treats man and machine the same way. With absolutely no respect. See the best. National champion Jeff Ward. Former champion Ricky Johnson. Tickets at all Ticketmaster locations, including the Bond Tower Records and Video and participating Honda dealers. The Coors Beer Supercross.
1: Pretty much the same story, right? New York scores first. Mariners can never catch up because they can't get the offense going like at all. There wasn't too many. This was both of these games weren't where there were so many chances. There just really wasn't very many chances to begin with. Uh, Both of these games, we didn't see uh, the Mariners get into the bullpen early and get the starter out of there. And this is kind of what happens. And by no means did Luis Castillo pitch a bad game. Uh, Kirby didn't pitch a bad game. It, not the greatest games Gave up gave up the home runs and stuff But and, and the walks were there for Castillo But the Mariners Were still in a position To be able to win either of these games
2: um, You're right uh, Castillo pitched well enough to win um, It was unfortunate You know he gave up a couple home runs To guys that you really haven't heard much about One being a former Mariner The other uh, uh, Billy McKinney so he had a couple home runs in this series. Uh, you know, as a, as the ace, I wish he was a little bit, you know,
1: more ace-like. I guess, hit.
2: Well, not only that, <laughs> I mean, he wasn't bots. He hasn't been as much lately, but you can't complain. He's been, he hasn't really been that bad, but you know, the bats haven't been there for him. He's lost four straight. He's lost six of his last eight. But, I mean, in his last four games, um, he's only given up, you know, he gave up three against the Yankees. who was start before that. He had a rough one against Anaheim where he gave up six – or, excuse me, gave up five, and then he only gave up one run to uh, Texas to start before that and lost. And his two wins before that were Oakland and Pittsburgh. So, you just expect more, Adam. Yeah, it's magnified. You know when we're struggling, but uh you just hope, hope more. From hopefully the offense can help him along, so he has doesn't have to be so perfect. But uh yeah,
1: and and Kirby too. Listen, he pitched a not his best game, but still he only give up what three runs. I mean, I, if your starter gets out of there and only gives up three runs, your team gives up four total. It's like you gotta score four runs. And, it, you know, and especially in that game two is more frustrating to me about the offense in game one. You know, you had Garrett Cole out there. Let's not forget that's Garrett Cole. You know, Garrett yeah. Cole's going to have games like that. Guys that are that good are just going to have games like that, just like our guys that are good are going to have games like that. That one, that game doesn't frustrate me as much. Uh, the game two does. You got a guy. Uh, maybe they don't know enough about him But this is a guy that was you know what Coming out of the minors coming up This is kind of uh this team also Didn't have judge right now you have A struggling Stanton that Wasn't even in the lineup That game you're letting the the as Vlad would say The bums I mean Vlad you know Our good friend here uh, text me that day At the start of that game and he goes The Yankees lineup is so gross Today well it. <laughs> says something there about what's going on, and it, it's frustrating. I know today they came out and brought the sticks out there in the Bronx and pretty much got all the offense and the home runs that they needed the rest of the series. I know that's not how you play baseball. You spread those 10 runs out through this series, uh, we're in good shape,
2: yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't agree with you more about the Cole thing. Yeah, Kirby pitched in in all reality enough to win, but you know, when you're going up a guy that's Cy Young candidate right now. I believe he's seven or eight and one. Uh, New York lost, uh, you know, their game coming into this series. Uh, New York six and zero, oh, or Cole is uh, six. or New York Yankees are six and zero oh after a loss when Cole starts, and three and zero oh for Cole personally with a two two ERA. So you expect good things when he pitches. So sometimes. You know the Mariners got on him last year early. It looks to me like their approach was the same way. They were trying to get on him early, swing early, but he was missing bats. His uh, sequencing was a lot different to me. He wasn't leaving the ball right in the middle of the plate, and that's what good pitchers do. They can dominate when they're not yeah. in the middle of the plate.
1: Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I don't. I don't feel like that game was as. That doesn't bother me. I think the free swinging on a guy the next day. I get it. You go out there, a lot of there was a lot of atom balls here. You also had some really, really terrible umpiring in this series. Not an excuse, but it was there. Uh, nothing was worse than maybe the fastball that or what was that? A slider that Julio got called his strike three in the 10 to 2 game here in his last. at-bat it was terrible. Took the bat out of uh, the Mariners' hands late in the game in game two. Uh, I mean, it was. Bad enough that Suarez, who was on deck, I thought was going to get thrown out of the game. I thought somebody from the dugout was going to get thrown out of the game.
2: That one was tough on Julio. You know, uh, it's unfortunate. I'm sure the score dictated that call. Um, So he's dealt with it. A lot of Mariners have dealt with it. A lot of players in Major League Baseball year um yeah they had the guy on that ta- is in charge of the umpires and talking about rules and stuff during the, during the broadcast and he mentioned how they're still working things out and all all the minor league triple a teams have the robo ump so they want to make sure they get it right and um so it could be coming here soon he didn't really specify when but the main thing is they just want to get it all dialed in and right before they bring it up interesting though that uh he mentioned that Mariner owner John Stanton is one of the leaders on the uh, competition committee for owners. So he's involved quite a bit in that. I had not known that.
1: So do you have a preference of what robots should be behind the, if this was really a robot, (laughs) robot umps, as they call it, uh, do you have any specific robots that you're fans of that should be your? Who would be your home plate um, umpire robot?
2: Well, it's going to be a earpiece, not a robot. Just so it's not C three.
1: Mine would be C three PO. I don't even. I
2: don't even know who that is.
1: That's the guy from Star Wars. <laughs> would be my Never watched play-to. Star
2: Wars. I'm not a Star Wars guy. Haven't watched one. I'm probably the only guy in the world that hasn't.
1: Yeah, I know you are. Um, a first base umpire would be Kit from uh, The Night Rider. That would be my 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 first place. Uh, second base would be the robot from Short Circuit, Johnny Number Five, and my third place umpire calling the check swings on fellow lefties like me. Would be the terminator there's that, that, that's my that's my four robot umps
2: nice Fry bread and mustard a Marinus podcast
1: we have the one and only Mr. Tom Hutler, do you have any of your favorite stories from the kingdom?
2: There was a time we had an earthquake, and so we, they were going to evacuate the building. So I was like getting up to go and leave. And they go, no, you can't go. You got to read these <laughs>
0: safety things. It's
2: like,
1: do we need to tell them that there's smoking's <laughs> only on the exterior ramps? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And Dave came shooting past. He signed off. I'm going, wait, I'm the only one here. Listen and subscribe to Rye Bread and Mustard, a podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.
1: You know, Baltimore has been playing good baseball all year. Um, it's gonna be tough. Uh, we're gonna see uh, Adam Frazier <laughs> in the Baltimore Orioles, I should say. What do you think about this series? You know, it's it's today by the time this shit's coming out.
2: Well, they're another 500 team, and the Mariners are 11 and 23 versus 500, above 500, teams.
1: 500 and above. Correct, yeah, okay. Uh, so we're 11 and 23 against the good teams. It sucks. Uh, uh, and one they're another thing they're... good
2: team. They need to show that they can win some games, you know, and win a series. Uh, it's been a bugaboo, and it's if you're gonna, you know, continue to climb in the standings, uh, first you got to start playing good ball, but you got to start winning against good teams. Wouldn't you say? Yeah,
1: yeah. And look, we've had this sandbox number that I that I put together that I said we wanted eighteen and seven or seventeen and eight. We we moved it back to seventeen and eight. Is the goal? If you're if you're listening to us, we wanted seventeen, or I want seventeen and eight. Let's let's be. Do you want me to
2: be specific? And, and tell people when this started.
1: This started at the start of the Mariners' last home stand. We went four and two, and now we went one and three. So that makes us five and four, correct? So five and four. So out of nine games, we're five and four. And the 25 games that we're talking about is the 25 games going into the all-star break. So now that they are five and four, we have 14 games left. The Mariners need to go 10 and 4 in the in the last 14 games to hit that mark. Tough task. You got Baltimore. And you got Houston. Don't know a lot about San Francisco. I mean, National League games are kind of hard to predict. You got three at home versus uh, Washington. You also have Tampa Bay. So, again, the teams you're playing right now is going to be Baltimore, Washington at home, Tampa Bay at home, a trip uh, a trip to San Francisco, and finishing up in Houston. That's, that's a tough ask in the next two weeks.
2: Yeah, that's a massive ask. Um is it possible? Sure. Have the Mariners done anything like a streak like that this year? No. Have yeah. they won against teams playing above 500 or above? No. San Francisco has been hot as hell. I think they got double-digit win streak right now. Um, like you mentioned, Tampa leading the league, uh, best league in baseball. Baltimore, been a great team. Uh, Washington, you feel like you could get a few. And then you go back down to Houston. Uh, they haven't been playing good. Uh, so maybe you can get a couple there, but it just looks really tough. But you know, it's that's the kind of streak you need to get your season turned around. So I can agree yeah. with you there.
1: Uh, also, I mean, so in the teams that we should be hating on, though, around the league this week, or this weekend, because the Mariners need help here for the uh, wild card, uh, you know, the W's need to stack up, but we also need help. So here's the teams that are of some sort of, uh, Relation to what's going on We have Tampa Bay hosting Kansas City Royals Easily we are Tampa Bay or Easily we are Kansas City Royal fans
2: Yeah Best record versus worst
1: Yeah We want uh, any of these teams To be losing That are ahead of us Whether they're in the East or our AOS I still want these These people that jumped out at the top To crumble down because it can happen uh, another game of, I guess, some concerned right here. So here's here's a fun one. Do you want the Texas Rangers at the New York Yankees, or do you want the Yankees?
2: I want the Texas Rangers. I can't, the- the, I can't stand the Yankees, and they're at – they're in the wild card spot in texas is what yeah. 10 game? we're 10 games away from them so that's a long ways to go still. yeah
1: and we're exactly half as many games away from the new york yankees but i will say this we don't have any more games against the new york yankees and we have six games left with texas who's kicked our ass all year though
2: yeah can't can't disagree with that okay.
1: yeah we have uh, another one uh so, yeah, so we're going. We decided, yes, we're, we're Yankees fan. Here's an easy one Oakland A's at Toronto Blue Jays. Oakland A's all the way.
2: Yeah. Still yep. chasing Toronto. Yep, for sure.
1: Uh, another easy one National League team, Milwaukee Brewers at Cleveland. Of course, we want the Brewers. You are a Brewers fan. Uh, the Battle of the Sox, the Red Sox at the White Sox. That's a pretty easy one. We want the White Sox. Another easy one. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. They're at the Colorado Rockies. They're in the Mile High. Go Rockies. And uh, here we go. We have a, a rematch from the 2017 most infamous World Series probably in the last decade or so. Houston Astros here in Los Angeles against the Dodgers. Go Dodgers. So the parlay. You are Dodge- You're taking the Dodgers. You were taking... The Colorado Rockies, you are taking the White Sox. You are taking the Milwaukee Brewers. You are taking the Oakland A's. You are taking the New York Yankees. You are taking the Kansas City Royals and, of course, the Mariners. So that's your Mariners, haters parlay. Anytime we put out an episode here on a Friday, um, we like to.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Call the segment Deconstructing the DePoto Show, the Jerry DePoto Show on Seattle Sports. I had some uh, other things going on today. So you were handling this segment. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, the DePoto Show today, what it was all about?
2: Yeah, I really don't want to hear anything that he has to say right now, but I did catch uh, some clips um just so i can answer your question he's talking about how the m's have not been focused lately so i didn't hear the whole thing (laughs) so (laughs) that's all i got like i said i don't want to hear any more from him i mean it's too much of the
1: obvious stuff
2: yeah i mean we're gonna once we're there we're gonna go out and spend money you know, the same old, same old, you know, I heard before, uh, you know, we're not focused. <laughs> uh, we we got to be more patient, uh, whatever, okay. any other thing, you know. <laughs> uh,
1: he's, he's like, water. he's trying to come on and be like Waterson from uh, Days of Confused. Patience, darling, patience. That's all <laughs> Jerry tries. To, he's, he's like, tries to Warterson us all the time. Patience. You got to have patience. It's like, listen, you got you got the win there after 21 years, hey, you're in the dance now. And it's like, hey, if it takes us 10 more years, it's not as long as 21 <laughs> more years. You know, that's kind of how I feel like it. It is like, listen, last time it was two decades. This time, there's really nothing to complain about. It only took us about seven years. I don't want to hear that shit. That's I hear you.
2: Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of blame to go around. I, you know, him, the ma- the ownership players haven't played that well um as far as being consistent but hopefully it'll turn around and we'll get to that what what uh, wins what, what uh, did you predict again 18 and 7
1: 17 and 8 is what i would be just super happy with i mean of course i would take 15 and 10 i'd be happy with 15 and 10 finish but i would the goal for me was 17 and 8
2: yeah, fifteen and ten. That would bring us to what uh, three games over five hundred at the break, yeah. then.
1: And I think that yeah. would have you probably like two two games out of the wild card, two to three games. You'd be pretty much right where you're at right now. Anyways, uh, yeah. We'll be back Monday, wrapping up uh, the um, Baltimore series. Got uh, some fun shows though coming up here, leading into the All Star break, and during the All Star break, we'll be we'll be busy. We'll be we'll be busy. Uh, so check in with us. Thank you for liking, subscribing, and following the Rye Bread and Mustard a Mariners podcast. And check us out on the socials. You got something you know strongly worded to say, something certified to say. Hit us up at Rye Mustard. Podcast at gmail.com. Man, Hannah, you know what time it is.
0: Charge.